Finance Minister Bill Morneau says the federal government is doing its utmost to help Canadians get through a challenging time. He says the government's wage subsidy program for large and small businesses will cost about $71 billion, making that announcement yesterday. Here to talk a little bit more about that fund and how it's going to work is policy analyst and economist with the CCPA BC office, Alex Hemingway. Alex, welcome back to the show. Hey, Jeff. Thanks for having me. All right, Alex. So, so this benefit, I mean, it will pay 75% of struggling companies' wages. Um, you know, up to $847 uh, is expected to last for three months. I don't know if that made sense. I didn't say it the best of ways. Can you break this down a little bit? How is this going to work? How do you understand how exactly this pay subsidy is going to work for small and medium-sized businesses? Yeah, well, how it works, uh, first of all, it actually, uh, and now it applies to businesses of all sizes, including large corporations, okay. small, medium, medium large uh, companies. And uh, the, the basic condition is if a company is seeing a drop in revenue of uh, 30% or more, they're going to qualify for this program. And as you were just describing, they're going to uh, uh, get a subsidy from the federal government of 75% of their uh, wage uh, wage costs. So that's, you know, the purpose here is to uh, encourage companies to keep uh, people on the payroll. Uh, so, you know, it's a, it's a good idea in general. We need to support Canadians' incomes right now. Uh, and keeping people tied uh, to their employer uh, uh, means that when we get on the other side of this pandemic, uh, they're going to have a job and people in the economy are going to be able to bounce back uh, faster. So, so the general concept here is very good. Uh, there are some questions about uh, uh, the potential for, for abuse of a, a program like this. It's incredibly expansive. This is uh, the biggest economic program in the history of Canada. Uh, it's going to clock in at a $71 billion uh, uh, cost. That's about three times as much as the emergency uh, unemployment benefits that are rolling out under COVID. This is all necessary and important, but uh, we also need to keep a close eye on it. Now, considering the numbers, you know, more than 2.1 million people have applied for EI in the past couple of weeks. Um, you know, I believe uh, some almost half a million of those applications have now been processed. But uh, part of this plan when Morneau was talking was basically saying, you know, if you have laid off employees, it might be a good idea to rehire them. So then you can go about paying out this 75 percent wage subsidy. Uh, do you think this is enough to encourage businesses to start bringing people back on who maybe they were looking to let go or have already let go? Do you think this will sort of reverse some of those trends? I, I think it, it, it's a massive incentive. Uh, uh, if you qualify, if, you, if you're experiencing that big drop in revenue, to have 75% of your payroll covered uh, it is going to make a difference. And, and they're sort of building that into their calculations in terms of they're expecting somewhat fewer folks to be on that emergency unemployment benefit uh, and be under this program uh, instead. I think that makes sense. Uh, you know, one big question here is uh, employers aren't being required to top up that remaining 25% uh, of their employees' pay. And, you know, one interesting feature here is that this, is, this program is going to cover, uh, you know, workers who are on, are on payroll. Now, that, they may or may not be working. You know, a business may be shut down, and so they may be furloughed, but they're able to stay on payroll and maintain that relationship through this subsidy. But other people will be working. And so you do uh, – one concern that I have is – that if folks are continuing to work, do the work they were doing before, that uh, uh, we make sure that employers don't take this as a chance to actually reduce their wages to that 75% and that they are actually, where at all possible, topping up to, to, to the wages people had before to do that work.
Yeah, I think that's got to be the concern, right, is businesses taking advantage of this subsidy that's really meant to help us through a crisis, but uh, some might look at it as an opportunity to, to save some coin more than anything else. And, and you had talked about it off the top there a little bit, just saying, you know, there is a possibility for some fraudulent activity to come as a result of this and people sort of abusing the system. Can you maybe take me through, like, kind of how you've looked at this and what the possibilities could be for, for businesses who might want to try and really take advantage of this? How might that work? Well, and, and, you know, it's important to say that the, the government has been using some strong language in the past couple of days saying that there will be serious consequences for anyone who abuses the system. And so that's that's good. But the, the problem is we need to have quite clear conditions set out in advance and, and more clarity on how that can be enforced. Well, you know, some of the conditions that we suggested should be in place are uh, really strict limits on CEO pay, executive pay, bonuses, anything like that, restrictions on stock buybacks by corporations. Uh, the, the other one we just talked about a moment ago, uh, uh, requirements that uh, businesses top up those wages where at all possible. That's, that is being encouraged, but uh, we need to see some teeth on that. Uh, and uh, I think you know, we need some transparency requirements in here uh, in terms of detailed information being published about who's, uh, which uh, companies are getting this benefit. Uh, they should be reporting in detail on their payrolls. Uh, and, and a requirement that uh, this not go to, to uh, for example, numbered companies or, or companies that are using uh, offshore tax havens. Um, uh, Alex, one more question here, just in regards to, you know, the timing of this, you know, I, I believe it was about six weeks. They felt that this could really start flowing. I think there was some talk about as early as three weeks, but uh, we're talking about $71 billion. I think probably six weeks might be a little bit more realistic. Do you have, you know, when you see subsidies like this and bailouts kind of, uh, that have been put out by the federal government in the past is, is six weeks a reasonable time frame? Is that really quick? I mean, it feels like it could be quick when we're just talking about the sheer amount of dollars we're talking about and the number of companies that will likely be applying for this. Um, you know, just going back on any kind of prior experience or any prior um, plan that has been put out that might be not similar, but somewhat similar, I guess, to this $71 billion fund. Is that realistic? Is six weeks something that you can see as being achievable? Well, I think the, the, the problem is, you know, from an administrative perspective, it's, it, six weeks might be fast, but from the perspective in particular of small businesses, medium-sized businesses, nonprofits, and charities who are also uh, covered by this program, that six-week delay um, could be fatal. Uh, you know, uh, in the case of uh, uh, larger corporations, they're going to be able to uh, access credit more readily to bridge themselves over that six weeks. But you, you worry about uh, those smaller businesses. And so I, I'm hoping we're going to hear more in terms of bridge financing for small businesses, nonprofits to get through that six weeks when, when their revenue may have just been crushed. There is a loan program already in place uh, for small business nonprofits uh, of $40,000. That's going to help, but in many cases, that's not going to cut it. So that's uh, one other thing to watch out for. Good stuff, Alex. Well, thanks so much for coming on and doing this. Always love when you come on and, and take me through some of these new policies that are coming out, or in this case, new uh, new funds that are being uh, allocated to businesses to try to help get everyone through this whole COVID-19 situation. Uh, really appreciate your insight, and as we watch this thing start to flow out, maybe we'll have you back and, and we can analyze it a little bit further. Thanks a lot, Jeff. Awesome. That was Alex Hemingway, policy analyst and economist with the Canadian Centre for Policy Alternatives, the BC office.